0: My apologies. I recorded this entire podcast until now on the the mic built into my webcam. So it's a little more echoey than usual, but it's not too bad. So I'm going to leave it the way it is. I'll do better next time. This week in episode 55 of Diary of a Senior Geek, in my opinion, this is yet another example of magical thinking by this president. As a narcissist, his highest ambition is to look good. In his opinion, sparse masked crowds at his rallies don't look good on camera, and he's absolutely sure that there will not be any severe health consequences, and since he's sure of that, it won't happen. Magical thinking. Hi there, this is Gary. Welcome to episode 55 of Diary of a Senior Geek. Brought to you by the 1955 Motoramic Chevrolet. Get yours today. I mean, it seems like there are a lot of people in this country right now who still think they're living in 1955. Might as well give an ad from that period. This episode was recorded on June 13th, 2020. As usual, let's start with some news. I don't watch the news. The COVID-19 pandemic continues. Current projections show daily infections and deaths in the U.S. slowly dropping between now and the middle of August, then starting to rise again into the fall. The availability of testing for the virus has been steadily rising, but currently there's not nearly enough tests available to get good data on how many confirmed cases there are in the U.S. In the meantime, new hotspots are appearing, with some areas such as Montgomery, Alabama, struggling to handle the increased number of hospitalizations caused by the virus. FEMA recently reported that the capacity to manufacture gowns, N95 masks, and face shields in the U.S. is not enough to keep up with demand, and there's almost no manufacturing of nitrile gloves in the United States. In other news, demonstrations over the murder of George Floyd by Derek Chauvin, a Minneapolis police officer, continue. Chauvin has been charged with second-degree murder, and the other three officers on the scene have all been charged with aiding and abetting a murder. As I mentioned last week, I find this encouraging, because in the past they would have been put on paid administrative leave, and there would have been a long investigation, and then probably a trial, and then they probably would have been let go. Doesn't look like that's going to happen this time. In the meantime, the Minneapolis City Council is moving to dissolve their police department and replace it. Details are being worked out. That's already been done in Camden, New Jersey, so uh, we'll see how that works out. Camden's a lot smaller than Minneapolis, so we'll see. Disney World in Orlando, Florida is scheduled to reopen starting July 11th, limiting attendance and requiring temperature checks and masks for all guests. Disney also announced that Downtown Disney, a shopping district at the Anaheim Disneyland Resort, is expected to reopen on July 9th. The Disneyland and California Adventure Parks are expected to reopen on July 17th, pending local and state government approval. July 17th is the 65th anniversary of the opening of Disneyland in 1955. I work there, so I will keep you posted. I haven't heard anything yet. And finally, President Trump is planning a rally on June 19th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. June 19th is the anniversary of Union General Gordon Granger reading orders in Galveston, Texas, on June 19th, 1865, freeing all previously enslaved people in Texas. In other words, the only slaves left in the U.S. since the Emancipation Proclamation went into effect on January 1st, 1865. Apparently, it took a while for Texas slaveholders to get the news. Who'd have figured? This is celebrated as the Juneteenth holiday. And I just heard today that the president has said that the rally will be moved one day to June 20th. So there's that. Unfortunately, Tulsa is also the home of the Tulsa Race Massacre on May 31st and June 1st, 1921, the largest race riot in U.S. history. One wonders if this administration is just completely ignorant of the history of race relations in the U.S., or if they just don't care. I actually wonder why the president is campaigning in Oklahoma, a solidly red state that he won by over 36 percentage points in 2016 maybe he just wants to restart his campaign with a bang. The president has made it clear that he doesn't want social distancing in the crowd, and that he doesn't want attendees to wear face masks because it won't look good on TV. In my opinion, this is yet another example of magical thinking by this president. As a narcissist, his highest ambition is to look good. In his opinion, sparse masked crowds at his rallies don't look good on camera, and he's absolutely sure that there will not be any severe health consequences. And since he's sure of that, it won't happen. Magical thinking. And that's the news and a few of my opinions for this week. Uh, That's great. Listen, you're a real hoot. I really struggled with this week's episode. I finally realized the reason I'm struggling is that I have conflicting views and emotions about it. So I'm putting it out here, worse than all. The subject is pacifism. Since my late teens, I've claimed I'm a pacifist but I really seem to suck at it. Part of the problem is that I know there are folks out there who at some point, for whatever reason, might threaten me or my family with violence. And that's definitely not okay with me. So while I don't ever plan to start a physical fight with anyone, I have been thinking of ways to make sure that if someone comes at my family or me, they will not succeed in doing us any harm, if I have anything to say about it. If they get too aggressive, I'm absolutely willing to use deadly force to protect me and mine. And to make damn sure they can't come after me or anyone else again. So I'm not much of a pacifist. The thing is, I have no training, nor do I own any really deadly weapons unless you count a pump-up air rifle, a CO2-powered revolver that shoots pellets that I inherited from my dad, and an antique 410 shotgun that I don't have any shells for. I also got that from dad. I keep an old sledgehammer handle underneath the bed. During the Rodney King riots, when we lived in Gardena, which wasn't that far away from the festivities, I pounded several rusty 16-penny nails through the broken end of this sledgehammer handle to create a Morning star style club. Figured I could at least do somebody some damage. I removed the nails long ago, but I still have some in the garage if needed. See? Not a very good pacifist. I have some vague idea of getting the drop on an attacker and stunning him with the sledgehammer handle and taking his gun away from him. Or I have CO2 cartridges and pellets for Dad's old revolver. If I had time, I could load it up and maybe distract an intruder enough, like maybe hitting him in the eye. That would be a great shot, though, that I could take him down and out. To be honest, I'd probably just get myself killed trying to be a hero. So these make nice fantasies, but you never know what's going to happen in real life. I'm also fascinated with firearms. There's something about well-oiled, finely crafted machinery that appeals to me, and I enjoy target shooting. On a few occasions in my life I've fired a gun, I had pretty good aim. In my 20s, I went skeet and trap shooting with friends, and there's nothing like blowing a clay pigeon out of the sky with a 12-gauge. I went dove hunting once, and bagged five doves with Dad's old 410. It's actually a pretty good gun. So I have a hard time squaring my declared pacifism with the fact that if someone was to try to harm Debbie, Amanda, or me, I'll do my very best to make sure that he goes down and never gets back up. Or if he does get back up, he's not going to be able to walk very well. Or procreate. All I can say is that I'm working on it, and I have been for over 50 years. There's no law that says my philosophy has to be completely consistent. That's one advantage of agnosticism. You get comfortable with not knowing. And I'm too lazy to take martial arts classes, too frugal to spend several hundred dollars on a decent firearm and ammo, and too chicken to want to have anything with that much power in my house. But it might be fun one day to head to a range and do some target shooting with a few different semi-automatic handguns just to get an idea of how they work. So if I do find myself with one, I'll know how to use it. Nah. Too time-consuming and expensive. Enough of that. And now for something completely different. This week's joke, once again from the AARP newsletter. I'm running out of them because the AARP newsletter hasn't been publishing jokes recently. I think they think the times are too serious for that. But I got lots of dad jokes, so don't worry, I'm not going to run out. Anyway, this joke is that circle is pretty smart. Did it go to college? Are you kidding? It has 360 degrees. <laughs> Timing Chevrolet introduces the new Motoramic Chevrolet. What's new? Everything. New show car styling. Three new drives. New synchromesh transmission, improved super smooth power glide, or new touchdown overdrive. A revolutionary new ride, a new high-level ventilation system for greater comfort, and new four-fender visibility. And power, sensational performance and economy with the new Chevrolet. Turbo Fire V8 engines and two new Blue Flame 6s. It's the new Motoramic Chevrolet. More than a new car, a new concept of low-cost motoring. Dad's Journal. The prompt this week is, this is how I got to school each morning in my early years. Dad said, quote, Grade school, walked six blocks each way with no escort. Went home for lunch. Junior high, two miles, rode bike most days. Walked home pushing the bike as far as the soda shop. Walk both ways on a nice day sometimes. Took the streetcar in bad weather. High school, walked six blocks. Unquote. Wow, I think that's the most dad's written so far in the book. These days, you'd never allow a grade school child to walk six blocks to school without an escort. I don't know how it is now, but by the time I got to middle school, riding a bicycle was considered majorly uncool. Same for high school. I went to three different elementary schools because we moved around a little bit when I was a kid. The first one was maybe a mile away up a busy street from our house in Manhattan Beach. And I took a school bus. One day, I was maybe six or seven, I decided it didn't seem that far, so I'd walk home. Mom was pretty frantic when I finally walked through the door, but it was a nice walk. Then, when we lived in Northridge, the school was about two blocks away, but you had to cross a very busy street. I became friendly with the crossing guard and her son, who was about my age. Finally, in Garden Grove, The school was maybe a block away around the corner. We just walked, picking up friends along the way. My middle school was a little over a mile away, straight up a busy street. As I say, bikes were uncool, so I walked. My high school was maybe half a mile away as the crow flies, but the way the streets were laid out, it would have been well over a mile to walk. Luckily, there were some railroad tracks we could use as a shortcut. There were drainage ditches between the houses that provided access to the right-of-way. These days, the tracks are long gone, but the last time I checked, the right-of-way was still there. Unfortunately, for today's high school students, it's all fenced off, so they probably have to walk the long way around. Except that they probably get rides from their parents or friends. Quote of the Week Our president hasn't said anything spectacularly dumb this week, so we'll go for inspirational instead. Frank Zappa once said, So many books, so little time. Unfortunately, Frank had less time than he thought. He died of prostate cancer at the age of 53, cutting short what I consider to be a genius career. He would have turned 80 this December. I wish he was still around. I'd love to hear his take on today's current events. What? That's it for this week. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. As I've said, I need all the listeners I can get. And send me feedback. See you next week. I'd like to ask a little favor. If you like this podcast, please give it a five-star rating on whatever app or site you use to listen to it. This will help get it out there to more people. If you really like it, please kick a couple of bucks my way on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash seniorgeek. Senior geek is all one word. Daddy needs to upgrade his podcasting rig. If, for whatever reason, you can't do that, I completely understand. You can still help by telling all of your friends and family about what a great podcast this is. As always, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Just search for Senior Geek 49 or click on one of the links in the show notes. Thanks! Let's test the ship's phasers! COVID-19 Take two. The COVID-19 pandemic, why is this not, there we go, take three. All right. The availability, in other words, demonstrations, oh, not in other words. Gordon Granger, on June, that's repetitive. Gordon Granger in the God damn it, pause. Okay, back recording, test, 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 yep. On June 19th, 1868 on June 19th, 1865, oh, thought well, that would be a tongue twister, went into effect, oh, I can read that better, in the U.S. since the Emancipation Propag... This is celebrate... <clears throat> this is celebrated... Just forget it, Gary. Don't ad lib. A solidly red state that he won by over 36... A solidly red state that he won by over 36 percentage points in 19... 1916? See? Not a very good pacifist. See? Not a very good pacifist pacifist, not pacifist. So I have a hard time squaring my declared pacifism with the fact that if someone was... So I have a hard time squaring my declared pacifism. Walked home, pushing the bike as far as the soda shop. How archy can you get? Anyway, back to what Dad said. All right, let's do that again. The high school was maybe half a mile away as the crow fly. My high school was maybe half a mile... My high school was maybe half a mile away as the crow flies, but if the way the... My high school was maybe half a mile away from my house as the crow flies, but the way the streets were laid out... Oh, why is there an if in there? Pause again. Okay, unpause, test, test, test. All right, recording. That's a good question.